You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I a brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You I I that was really fun. This is your host, Adrian Tadzaniga, and I welcome you to Sports Anomaly, the podcast that you dream of, basically appearing in your inbox. And can you believe I'm doing it again? It's been a little over two weeks. I wanted to do one of these, uh, and then I got caught up, and now I fly from Brisbane to Taiwan. In an hour and a half, I have to leave for the airport. Then I fly Taiwan to LAX after a, a 22-hour layover, which is going to be wild. Um I got the math wrong. It's 18 hours. I land at 5.45 a.m. and then I fly out at midnight. This is why you're getting this information. Who knows? But I'm just going to tell you. So I, I, when I booked the flight, it was cheap. And I was like, oh, that might be fun just to wander around Taiwan for a day. This is before China was about to invade. So that's just like this wild uh, twist of like, oh, how were the geopolitics of me flying in going to work? Um, and I think I'll be okay tonight slash tomorrow. Um, really, who knows? China surrounding the island. Um, but then I fly back the same trip um, in about uh, three weeks, and then I do it again, stopping over for 18, 19 hours, and then head back to Australia. Now, who knows what's going to happen then? If the planet even exists, then we I guess we'll all call it a win, but let's find out how I get home. It's China Air, so they probably know if they're going to invade, so they'll probably just be like, yeah, let's not... Let's not do this. So let's find out. Anyway, the point is, I want to do a podcast. This won't be too long, um, but there's lots to talk about. Lots of exciting things to jump into. First off, what do I love? This week, I love switch hitters. I was watching the Cubs game. I saw Ian Happ uh, step up to the plate, and this person, and I, I don't know, this has never struck me, how insane it is that people switch hit. They're like, yeah, I get like a 9% advantage. So I'm just going to do the same thing. I, I'm one of the best people in the world at. I'm just going to do it the, the other hand. Like I'm just going to do it the other way. And then that, and I'll be probably just as good at it if I just work at it. Like, I don't know. I think the sight in my left eye is better. So right there, it's not good. I tried to switch it. I have taken switch hit at bats in Little League, not in the pros, haven't made the pros, but what an absurd thing just to be like, what? I mean, the first person to ever switch hit, what the fuck was that all about? There there weren't, nobody was submarining. There were no Dan Quisenberries. They're like, this is insane. I'm just going to stand in the other box. Like the first switch hitter had to just be somebody who was like, eh, I'm eight for eight and we're up 16 to nothing. And I'm just going to be a fucker and show these people I'm just gonna have fun. I'm just gonna stand over here. I'm gonna, my favorite part about switch hitting, um, in any kind of jokey manner, is when they ha they used to have the the helmet with the one flap, and then they would like turn it around backwards and set it so it was covering the other flap. I don't know why I have that visual in my mind. I don't know how accurate it is or what's really going on, but um, yeah, pretty wild. Uh, just that somebody just decided to do this professionally. I am not one of those people. What do I hate this week? 
literary deathmatch. I'm I'm touring literary deathmatch. I'm going into uh, I'm going to San Antonio. Then I'm going to Sacramento. I'm gonna do a show in San Francisco. Uh, in between, I'll be in L.A. and San Francisco, fucking around. Uh, the, the literary deathmatch in Sacramento hits on the first Sacramento Kings playoff game, and I believe 16 years. I mean, are you kidding me? I'm going to wear a purple suit. I'm going to try to pander a little bit. But are you kidding me? Like, how, what are the chances? One to one. Um, 100%. But I can't believe it. I've always sort of, we tour in April now mostly and in October, and I've always been afraid of like a game seven situation. I was supposed to do an interview with Jonathan Ames. He created the show uh, Blunt Talk and the HBO show with Jason Schwartzman, Bored to Death. Um I was supposed to interview him at Soho House in Los Angeles. I was doing these interviews with people where I just sit with him for an hour and just ask him batshit questions. And um, and I it was Game Seven of the World Series, and I was so stressed about it. And I was like, "Oh, how do I fuck? What the fuck? Like, I'm gonna miss the Cubs Game Seven? <laughs> like, how how do I do this emotionally?" And the day of the event at like 10 a.m., I was staying with friends. So I was like, "I don't feel so good," but I think it might be psychosomatic. Um, this I'm not really dealing with. And by by like every hour, every hour and a half, I, I'd feel way worse, way worse, way worse. To the point where uh, I start, I don't know if I threw up. I know there was a diarrhea situation. And it was, I think I was throwing up. That's what it was. I wasn't diarrheaing. diarrheaing? Um, they call it gastro in Australia. They just say, oh, I had gastro. It's like, diarrhea is the word for what it is you know like gastro is such a like i don't know that's just such a kind version of it and i could be getting this wrong um how much do i know about australia uh i mean i'm gonna start doing uh more content around it i'll tell you that so you can find out but um i had the worst I was so ill that when it went to extra innings, I was having a hard time staying awake to watch it because I canceled the interview because I couldn't um, stand up. So I did watch Game 7. It was a terrible situation. Anyway, literary deathmatch. Here's to me. All right. MVP of the week. That's the breaking news sound. Anyway, MVP of the week. That goes to Cubs shortstop Dansby Swanson. That dude... He's like a mastermind of hitting. When they signed him, and I know this is very Cubs heavy, but that's what I've been watching because I'm a Cubs fan. Um, and also MVP of the week, Major League Baseball. I didn't realize how out, baseball is by far my favorite sport. I didn't realize how out I was on baseball the last two years, and that's partly because of the Cubs. But I just hated the shift. I just thought it was crappy. I hated our home runs or bust. The games were long, everything. It's all been remedied as far as I can tell. And it's fantastic. Like, I'm I'm invested. The Cubs are competitive. Uh, it's just great. I just love it. I'm just excited for baseball. I love that it's back. April is one of those very special months, along with October, where we just saw the NCAA tournament. Um, UConn crushed everybody. Like I said, they wouldn't on the podcast last time when I picked everything perfectly, except I think I got one right. I did, I think, get one right. Um, but yeah, baseball's here. The NBA playoffs are coming fast. The NHL playoffs are coming hot and heavy. Uh, it's just great all around. Like, it's just a, a fantastic time to be a sports fan. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, Dansby Swanson doing it all. The dude's hitting 500 through six or seven games. He just, he, you cannot get him out. And when they signed him, I was like, eh. Now I'm like, yeah. Eh. 
to yeah. Breaking news. All right. So I've already broken the news, which is I'm going to Taiwan. And uh, get this. During the pandemic, the first thing that I became interested in as a sports fan that was like this weird pandemic thing was Taiwanese baseball, the Chinese baseball league, but it takes place in Taiwan. And I was fascinated by it. I just randomly picked a team, the Guardians, um, and they were the worst team, which sort of sucked. But I was just watching Taiwanese baseball. It was fantastic. I was trying to really get invested. I didn't get too invested. I, I Other sports came back fast enough. But I loved it. I was just fascinated. And it was just like, oh, man, comfort of baseball and also the oddity of it and how I would never watch this otherwise. Great shit. So tomorrow when I land, 5.45 a.m., and then I have to fly out at 11.50 p.m. I have the whole day. I've, I rented an Airbnb for two nights because I have to show up early, whatever. That's not a great... <laughs> I'm going to be in a hostel, and it's hostel. I don't think I've stayed in a hostel more than once in my life, but I was just like, I just want a $25 room. Um, so I'm going to get there, and I just checked the, the schedule, and there are no games tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, what are the chances? I could literally could just watch a baseball game. Um, but I did check on my flight back through... There are two games. They start at 635, but I think I could go see the first three innings. So I'm going to keep an eye on this. If there's a game near Taipei's center, I think I'd do it just for the podcast, right? That like, go into the game. What? I mean, that would be so absurd and so fun. I don't care if it's the Guardians. I don't care if it's the Occult Swallows. It's definitely not them. They're in a different league altogether. It just sounds great. All right, other breaking news. MLB The Show 23 is out. It's free if you have Game Pass and the reviews are in. It got an 81 on Metacritic. Uh, That's fine, right? Like, that's all within where that game sits. What was interesting is I went on to Metacritic and I clicked on the fan reviews. And um, when you see Madden, when Madden comes out, the amount of rage and hatred, it's everyone just gives it a zero as a a, uh, reviewer, like a, Whatever the fuck I just said. Um, anyway, fan review. I'm yawning now. That's how tired I am in advance of this uh, huge trip I'm about to take. But I clicked on these. There are a couple zeros. There's a six from Jacktronics. And I just love these. We're playing the same product from 10 years ago. I know the studio stretched thin, but it's time for next-gen games on these expensive consoles that most of us now have. And the big complaint is that other side gave it a zero said needs to be fully quote next gen and quote next gen only these cross gen games are junk um i don't know if this is a legit thing or if this is like somebody has gone deep and just started saying this is the new problem um but uh danielson with a zero referred to this the problem with this game was the basic bitch scripting <laughs> casuals make the money for you so you so do not f them over with this basic scripting trash that one that one's longer overall and it's fantastic but um i don't know uh i haven't played it yet i it's free on game pass i tried to download it but i didn't have enough room on my hard drive for this podcast this is why this podcast is happening today instead of yesterday and because I had already downloaded uh, The Walking Dead final chapter, I downloaded Forza 5. I'm on like a game hot streak. I played Oxenfree on a Switch. I played a game called, um, I do not remember. It's so funny. My fiance 
gets games that are she refers to as cozy games so she can go into quote goblin mode and she gets oh a long hike no a short hike is it a short hike let me yeah it's a short hike and i when i beat it quote unquote beat it a short hike i didn't actually know that i'd beaten it and all of a sudden i had won and i was like oh okay well that was uh, okay so it was a short hike it didn't take me all that long um and oxen free is kind of this horror game it's pretty it creeped me out um i was home alone and it freaked me out so i'm gonna say ao to oxen free uh four to five only played that for a short bit i played a game called atomic heart which uh when we started making long shot mike young when we were scripting it and we were creating the, the narrative there was uh mike young was like we've got too much script and too much runway before people start making decisions. I was like, no, it's great. We're setting up the story. It'll be great. Man, he was so right. I Atomic Heart, I felt like I was sitting there for like 23 minutes and didn't get to do hardly anything. Like it was wild. And so with Longshot, early on, there's just really goofy choices you can make. Like you can, um, uh, you pull over to pee because you're on a road trip and you take an Instagram photo and you can elect to post it or not post it. Um, while your friend is like, don't post that, or what are you doing? Um, and that actually comes back in the story, which is great. Um, and then there's another thing, just like real basic. I'm yawning through a podcast. I just love that. Um, no, just real basic stuff. And uh, so in Atomic Heart, it was like 22 minutes of me just sitting there before I could finally go do some fir- first-person shooter stuff. And I was like, this is horrible, horrible storytelling. This world seems really cool and really involved, and I couldn't give a shit because what's my place in it? Fascinating. Um, Anyway, moving on to our feature segment. I think it's time. So the NBA playoffs are here, and this has been such a fantastic season. I root for the Lakers because I most recently lived in L.A., I generally, from a sports perspective these days, especially, I'm just a storyline guy. You know, like I just want great storylines. The Lakers, like emergence and rising up and just being on the cusp of being a six seed right now. There is one game tomorrow for a handful of teams, so that'll uh, dictate the final standings. But I'm just going to say what's going to happen in the playoffs. So if you guys are betting, you just know what's going on. So uh, the Toronto Raptors are going to play the Chicago Bulls in a play-in game. Um, Bulls are going to win that. Then Miami Heat versus Atlanta Hawks. Miami Heat's going to win that. And then the Bulls are going to beat the Hawks to take the eight seed. Then the Bucks are going to crush the Bulls in three games. They're just going to play three. Uh, they're going to win by 90 each game, and that will be that for them. Um, the Miami Heat are going to make it tight against the Boston Celtics on their way to losing. You've got the Brooklyn Nets who have a chip on their shoulder that is going to get knocked the fuck off by the 76ers. They're going to win that. And then you have a fascinating series, which is the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the New York Knicks. What what makes this fascinating to me is this feels like old school, like rivalry ball, like when the Knicks used to play the Bulls and the Cavs were good and everything. Brad Dougherty with his wonky hairline and everything was great. But this one, I would say it's a coin flip, but it's going to be the Knicks upsetting the Cavaliers. Then the Knicks are going to get trashed so badly by the Bucks, it's going to be embarrassing. And then the Celtics are going to beat up on the 76ers, and that's going to go about six games. Um, and then one of those teams is going to win. 
whoever wins that is going to take the Milwaukee Bucks to game seven in which Giannis hits a full court baseball style uh, shot. Like he's going to throw it like a baseball and it's going to hit the back, the very top of the backboard, go straight up about 30 feet. And then time will feel frozen. It's going to be very Kawhi Leonard style shot and nobody's going to know if it goes in. And then it's going to uh, hit the rim bounce around about 16 or 17 times. People are going to be literally like dying and coming back to life. There's like the place just shit is people are going to be spraying shit. Uh, and then finally it will swish in. I guess it's not much of a swish if it hits the rim 16 or seven times. The Bucks will advance to the NBA finals. Now, the other bracket, this is, <laughs> that was easy, right guys? Um, here's what's going to happen. Oklahoma City, Versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, it's going to be the Timberwolves. Then the Lakers, let's say the Lakers finish seventh. I'm not fully buying it, but it's really just between them and the Golden State Warriors, and I think Golden State will, will do their business. So the Lakers will trounce the Pelicans because the Pelicans don't have Zion. And then Minnesota is going to beat the Pelicans. Then the Denver Nuggets are going to trash the Timberwolves. Here's where it gets good. The Lakers versus the Grizzlies. This is going to be an outstanding series, like a Game 7 situation in which the Lakers pull the upset. Now, if the Lakers end up playing the Sacramento Kings, it's going to be a sweep for the, for the Lakers. But that's not happening because the Golden State Warriors will be playing the Sacramento Kings. I think the Kings are going to lose, but it's going to be really exciting, and I'm going to be rooting for them. Then we have... Uh, the Phoenix Suns against the LA Clippers. This is a bloodbath. The four fives are fantastic. I think the Clippers are going to pull out the five seed. Uh, this is just an absolutely stunning, wonderful matchup. Suns win. Reseeding. Now we've got Denver versus the Lakers. I, I want to believe the Lakers are going to do it. And they will. They do it in five. It's a total miracle. What am I talking about? Then... We've got the Suns versus the, who are they playing? Golden State, Suns win, Lakers, Suns. Can it be possible? Not for the Lakers. The Suns are going to the finals, and then the Suns are going to lose by uh, to the Bucks in two games. They're just going to play two, go up to nothing, and they're going to be like, I think we're good here. No, it's going to be an amazing series. Bucks are going to be your NBA champions. Fantastic, right? Like for everybody listening at home, you now know how to bet, and I get a 15% kickback on that. And if you lose, I don't come after me for your 15%. All right, now we've got it's – it's a great time to be alive. I'm going to do the NHL as well because uh, this is just going to be absolutely baller. Okay, so the Calgary Flames are going to make the playoffs over the Winnipeg Jets. They're not really, but it won't matter. Um, and then Colorado Avalanche will win the first seed. Uh, no, they're going to win first place in that division. Anyway, it's going to be the Vegas Knights losing to the Calgary Flames. If I said it, I've said it. That's crazy. The Calgary, this is like taking a play-in team in the, in the bracket to like a 16 seed and then moving them to the Sweet 16. And then you're just, everybody's like, why are you doing that? And you're like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, then you've got Edmonton versus uh, Los Angeles. Edmonton's going to win a series for once in their GD lives. Then Edmonton is going to beat up on the Flames, but that shit is going to be fucking sweet. It's just going to be so good. 
Then you've got Colorado's going to knock the crap out of the Kraken. Uh, Minnesota Wild's going to beat the Stars. Uh, then you've, I don't even know who's left, quite frankly. Oh, it's uh, Edmonton versus Colorado. Colorado. And uh, Edmonton's going to lose, which is sad for me because I was going with rooting interest generally in the NBA picks, but now I'm going with reality. Colorado's going to go on to the, uh, the NBA finals. <laughs> They're going to play the Bucks. They're going to win by 40. All right. Toronto Maple Leafs versus Tampa Bay Lightning. This sucks for the Maple Leafs. Once again, they're not, they're like a fucking fantastic team and they're caught up in what I would refer to as the St. Louis Blues era many, many moons ago when the Red Wings were too good and they just can't get out. But they're going to beat the Lightning, which is going to be exhilarating. The Boston Bruins are going to beat a culmination of teams, which are the Sabres, Penguins, Islanders, um, playing with 15 players on the ice the Bruins are still going to win and they're not even going to mess around that's going to be a sweep I know that's that eight seeds have a lot of chance in the NHL just like the Calgary Flames do um, even though they might not make the playoffs Um, but yeah it's totally going to be a slam dunk here the Bruins are going to advance now in the other conference or uh, division you've got uh, the Devils versus the Rangers Rangers are going to win Vladimir Tarasenko is going to star. Uh, Carolina is going to beat up on the Florida Panthers, um, and nobody's going to care. And then the Rangers are going to beat the Hurricanes, and then the Bruins are going to lose to the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is going to be madness. Toronto's going to actually explode, and then Toronto is going to beat the Rangers. They're going to go on to play the Avalanche, and the Avalanche are going to lose. And that's it. Toronto Maple Leafs, your Stanley Cup champions. If that does happen, if either the, if any of the things I've told you between the NHL and NBA happens, it's miracle time. All right, time for the Netflix Minute. There's a new show on Netflix uh, called Beef, and I watched five minutes of it, and it was fantastic. And I cannot stress enough how much you need to watch it, uh, at least that five minutes. If after that you're like, I'm out, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to be watching it on the plane. The other thing you need to be watching if you're not watching it is Succession. It's an absolute masterpiece in, I want to say filmmaking, but cinema, but I know it's TV. I don't think it matters. It's just absolutely stunning. All right, that's enough from me. I'll be back eventually. I'm coming back uh, to Australia in a couple weeks. I live here now, and... I'm a permanent resident, so try and fuck with me. And by the way, uh, I should say this. I'm going to start learning about the AFL, and I'm going to do a podcast about it, and it's going to be batshit because I'll get uh, somebody on here to talk with me about the AFL. I need to pick a team. Um, My fiance and I created some parameters by which we're going to pick teams. Um, It's going to be interesting. And by the way, Collingwood is like the New York Yankees of AFL. You might not even know what AFL is. I don't. Peace. (laughs) 